Hey friends, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get all of this content and more at jasonjohncowart.com. Be sure to follow and share this with your friends. Let's jump into today's verse. So with today's verse, we're going to have to try to mash all of this into five minutes because it really, there's just so much when you talk about the context of Romans chapter eight. I mean, like you seriously need to go today and read the entirety of this chapter because it's going to blow you away. It, it's it's one of the most incredible chapters in the entire Bible. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to read verses 12 and 13. And I'm telling you, I'm so frustrated that I only have five minutes. It is what it is. Maybe we have to spread this out over a few days, but let me read what it says. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Y'all, this right here, especially verse 13, encapsulates everything that's going on with sin and the law and what Jesus did for us. It's all right here, literally in this one verse. I mean, honestly, what happened in the garden was we acted out of a fleshly mindset. We thought God was hiding something from us. There was something that we thought we wanted and and our flesh took over in that moment. And rather than trusting in our heavenly father and walking by the spirit, we decided in that moment to walk and operate out of our flesh. And we became debtors to the flesh. And so over the course of Romans 8, Paul is trying to explain we're not in debt to the flesh anymore because the Spirit of God dwells in us. We've said yes to Jesus. We made him Lord of our lives. And and because Jesus is the one that saved us in our wretched state, we have the ability now to ignore what sin says. We don't have to listen to it anymore. We literally don't have to follow sin. Why? Because we're no longer debtors. See, you were a debtor because you sinned. You had a price that you could not pay. You had a debt that you owed and you couldn't take care of that debt, but Jesus did it for you. So what that means is that Jesus in the process of dying on the cross for your sins, paid the debt. That's why Romans 8, 12 is so powerful because we are no longer debtors to the flesh that got us into the sin, that got us condemned by the law. We live according to the spirit. And when we live according to the spirit, we put to death the fleshly things inside of us. We don't walk by the flesh. We walk by the spirit. And look at what the Bible says right here. If you walk by the flesh, you will die. See, we know what that means because we die in two ways. We die physical deaths. Our physical body will one day stop working and we will die. We will go right back to the dust from which we were created. But there's another death that the Bible talks about. And it's a death that is exponentially more important than your physical death. And that is spiritual death. If you live by the flesh, you will not only die physically, you will die spiritually. But if you walk by the Spirit, you'll live. Guess what? Your body at some point will die and decay in the ground. But you will live forever. The real you, not the flesh you that has a spirit, but the spirit you that just happens to have a body walking around for the 70 to 80, 90 years that you live on this earth. But all of this does beg a pretty important question. What does it mean to live according to the flesh? And what does it mean to live according to the Spirit? Hey, I got you. And that's probably where we need to stop in this moment and begin to give you some real practical things so that you can understand exactly how to do this. Because if you right now hear this and you think, you know what? I don't need to walk in the flesh. I need to walk in the spirit, but I don't have a clue how to walk in the spirit. Then guess what? None of this helps you. In fact, all it does actually, it's it's a detriment to you because it brings more condemnation on you because you feel like you can't do the thing we're talking about right now. I got you, fam. I got you. I'm going to hook you up right here. 
let's talk for the remaining time we have about the difference between walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. To do that, though, we're going to have to go back to a passage that we've covered before, and that is in Galatians chapter 5, where the Bible talks about the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. Here's what the works of the flesh are. Sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. So let me just ask you a question. Are you engaged in any of these things right now? If you are, I'm not trying to throw shade at you. I'm telling you, you're walking in the flesh. And this is something that's really difficult because all of us do this. Now, we may not necessarily do sorcery like we think we're like casting spells on people, but I'm going to tell you right now, there is an idol in your life because there's an idol in all of our lives that we've got to constantly quash so that God can take the rightful place in our lives. Is there jealousy in your heart? Have you had a fit of anger this week? Have you caused dissension or division in anything that you're involved in this week? Have you experienced any sexual morality? Fellas, have you looked at something that your eyes were never supposed to look at? That's walking in the flesh. And when you walk in the flesh, when you satisfy the desires of your flesh, guess what you get? You get the flesh things. You get death. But what is walking in the Spirit? Let's look at that. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When those things are found in our lives, it's evidence that we are walking by the Spirit. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you are walking in those things we just read, you're going to experience life. So take these last few seconds we have together right now, and I want you to evaluate the last week. Evaluate the last seven days of your life. And I want you to ask yourself, are you walking in the flesh or are you walking in the Spirit? Now, if you're walking in the Spirit, baby, keep on stepping. I love it. Tell somebody else how to do it because we want to see everybody walking in the spirit. But if you know that you're walking in the flesh, the first thing you need to do is simply repent. Like Jesus, I'm, I'm doing this specific thing. I'm walking in the flesh. I'm asking you to forgive me. See, we go to God for forgiveness. But I'm going to tell you the second part you need to do, and that's you need to tell somebody. You need to go to a trusted friend, somebody that loves Jesus, somebody that can speak life into you. And you need to say, hey, I did this this week and I don't want to do this. I don't want to walk in the flesh. I want to walk in the spirit. And I want to tell you why, because while we go to God for forgiveness, the Bible tells us we go to people for healing. So allow people in your life to bring healing into your life. So the first thing you have to do is repent. And then the second thing is you have to remember that if you said yes to Jesus and you made him Lord of your life, you are no longer a debtor to the flesh. I know this is easier said than done, but stop listening to your flesh. It only brings death. So I'm praying for you right now that in this process, you will begin to walk in the spirit and that you'll begin to experience the beauty of what it means to walk in the spirit. I'm telling you, friend, it's worth it. Forget the flesh. Ignore it. Don't listen to it. Don't obey it. Walk in the Spirit and watch how God changes everything in your life. Yeah, I know we're over five minutes, but my goodness, guys, this is incredible stuff. Go read Romans 8. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.